The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick It's your Friday, May 28th edition. Hope everybody had a good Thursday. I know Chris Bassett did. Number one pitcher on the slate for this podcast went to Pound Town on Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, some offense was good. Some offense was bad overall. Pretty good slate. I know the day slate did well as well in the fantasy DJ and Slack chats. So come check out all the goodies there. It's so free. Just come ask, and I'll get you in on that one. You can ask me on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll help you out get you that direction. Also, if you want to check out Bench with Bubba, if you're in a season-long fantasy baseball, go check that out. Uh, just recorded a podcast on Thursday with Mike Carter of Fantrax and uh, SP Streamer and Roto Fanatic. So come check that out. But also always two podcasts a week for Bench with Bubba. Got many other things. Uh, always pressing PGA DFS podcast, written content at rotoballer.com, and much, much more. So come check it all out. And if you give the podcast a rating and review on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. It would help the podcast out quite a bit. But let's get at it. 12-game slate. On your Friday, as we have some teams that are off, we have a Wrigley game, all the fun stuff. But more importantly, watch the weather on this day as Toronto-Cleveland, wind blowing in from right about 20 miles an hour, but 50% chances of rain. Milwaukee-Washington, 70% chances of rain. Milwaukee and the Mets, 90% chances of rain. Yankees-Tigers, 40% chances of rain. Lots of wind in that one, too, blowing out the right field. Miami-Boston starts out rather dry. Rain picks up as the night goes on. Baltimore and the Chicago White Sox, 70% chances of rain. So central north part of Cal- of uh, the USA all the way to the northeast. That's where your rain is situated on this slate. So keep an eye on all that stuff throughout the day, and hopefully it is in our favor. But let's talk pitching on this slate. We kick it off with the one and only Garrett Cole, $11,200 at the Detroit Tigers. I could go on a long diatribe here. But just play Garrett Cole if it doesn't rain. He struck out 12 Tigers in six innings when he faced them last time. The dude is just an absolute machine. So, um, yeah, play Garrett Cole at 11-2. Top pitcher on the slate. Maybe not price per dollar, not Chris Bassett style, but the top overall pitcher on the slate is Garrett Cole. But watch the weather on that one. 
Walker Bueller, 10-4 at home against the Los Angeles or against the San Francisco Giants. Faced the Giants in at Frisco last time out. Seven innings, one earned five Ks for 23.6 points. He has 20 over 20 DK points in four straight starts. He has gone at least six innings in four straight. No, he's gone at least six innings in five, six, seven, eight. And every start this year, he's gone at least six innings. And more importantly, he's gone seven innings in three straight starts. The strikeouts are finally ticking up. He had five last time out, but then seven, eight, eight, ten, nine. Bueller has been an electric factor. He is back to being the ace. We came to expect, expect with Walker Bueller. And the Giants' offense is a good one. Don't get me wrong. Posey will be back in the lineup. But they are striking out almost 28% of the time versus right-handed pitching in uh, that's in the whole season. Let's go to the month of May like we've been doing. I wish they would just do that so I didn't have to remember to do it every time. But the Giants striking out 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They do have some pop. They've been a decent offense. So we know that going into but Walker Bueller. Ace status does ace status things more often than not. This isn't Austin Gomber versus the Giants. This is Walker Bueller. So Bueller at 10-4 is a great pivot off of Garrett Cole. Part of me hopes the Yankees game does not get rained out, so you get a lower-owned Walker Bueller, as most people go to Cole for good reasons. But if the Yankees game gets rained out, Walker Bueller becomes very, very, very popular on this slate. So I love Bueller at 10-4. I think he's a great play. Just watch and see the ownership on that one. Ian Anderson, $9,700, another one to watch the ownership on and watch the rain because there's 90% chances of rain in New York between the Braves and the Mets. So I'm not going to go super deep into this because I don't think this game plays, but we know you can target the Mets over and over again. Ian Anderson would be a phenomenal play at 9700 Yeah, I just don't see it happening with the weather. Now it gets fun. You got Martin Perez at $8,700 at home against the Miami Marlins. Uh, Martin Perez has basically 14 or more points in five straight starts. He has 20 or more in three of five starts. He's got at least five innings in all five starts, six in back-to-back starts, uh, five or more Ks in four or five starts. He's been much, much better, and a lot of it is the pitch mix change that he's made on the mound. Uh, guys like Michael Simeone and others have talked about it on Twitter quite a bit and broke it all down, and he's going much more, I believe, to the slider now, which has helped him out a ton. We saw this in Minnesota at times with uh, Martin Perez, and it's a great matchup for him. It's a beat-up Miami Marlins team. No Garrett Cooper, no Brian Anderson. It just gets weaker and weaker. For the Miami Marlins, a team striking out in the month of May, 32.4% of the time versus left-handed pitching with a 199 batting average, a 140 ISO, and an S66. I did not stutter. 66 WRC+. plus. So when you're looking at Martin Perez, he is in a phenomenal spot at $8,700 in this matchup. It's uh, really hard not to play him in this one. So get your Martin Perez on at $8,700 versus the Miami Marlins. Um, and watch the weather as there's rain coming later in the night. So hopefully he gets his you know six innings and Red Sox have a leave, and it counts as a real game. So Martin Perez, 87, very, very much in play. My favorite play, uh, price per dollar on this slate, kind of like the Chris Bassett of Thursday night, and we have to hope the rain stays away because there's 50% chances of rain in Cleveland, is Hung Jin Ryu at 8400 bucks against the Cleveland Indians. Ryu, six or more innings and three straight starts. He's been outstanding this season. He has 19 or more points in three straight starts, 15 or more in five straight starts. He's been very, very good. Seven, uh, six or more Ks in four straight starts, seven in back-to-back starts. And most importantly, get a Cleveland offense that is just dreadful, striking out over 25% of the time versus lefties, 229 average, 149 ISO, 84 WRC+. If you want to do a Martin Perez, Hung Jin Ryu combo, you can save money and have two pitchers in phenomenal spots. Just watch the weather. That's the only thing that's a real bugaboo here in these games. But I think Ryu is one of my favorite plays tonight. I will target the Indians all day long. I think Ryu goes six plus, hopefully seven, um, two or fewer runs, gets a seven or more Ks, and puts in a just absolute dandy of an outing. Hopefully picks up the W as Toronto's in a great spot to score a ton of runs in that game. So Ryu at 84 
Huge fan on that one. Things happen. Maybe he doesn't come through, but I'll take my chances in that situation. Yeah, Shohei Otani at 7,800 at Oakland. Hopefully the bus gets there on time. Just throwing it out there. What like Just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Anaheim's played in Oakland uh, hundreds of times. They know the route from the hotel to the stadium. They know the traffic. This is ridiculous. But uh, Otani, same thing as yesterday, 7,800 bucks. Great tournament play. Do not play him in cash. That simple. Johan Oviedo, seventy three hundred bucks at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oviedo only went two innings his last time out, but we saw some good starts from him early on. He's GPP only, but it is the Arizona Diamondbacks, a team that has struggled tremendously, striking at twenty four percent of the time versus right handed pitching. Their offense is scuffling big time. So if you want to go Oviedo at seventy three, you can. Just know there's risk that he might not go that deep into the game, but he is in play at seventy three. Other values. If the Yankees-Detroit game plays, I think Casey Mize is a phenomenal tournament play at $6,700 against the New York Yankees. It stinks because Garrett Cole's opposite him, so that's a downside. But Mize has gone three straight of six innings or more. Two earned runs or less in all four of those games. So he's been outstanding in that aspect. The last, uh, the walks, only one walk last time. He's got six or more Ks in back-to-back starts. 21 and 29.7 points respectively in the last two starts. He has uh, 18 or more in three straight starts. He's been very, very good. He's been limiting the walks a little bit, getting the strikeouts, which is huge for him. And a lot of it's been a pitch mix change for him as well. Now it is the Yankees, a very good offense, but an offense that's scuffling, striking out over 26% of the time um, in the month of May, hitting 252 with a 148 ISO and a 111 WRC plus. So obviously they can make some noise when blowing out heavy to right. It's all about the rain in this situation. But if you're looking at a tournament punt play, you can get a Casey Mize and be very, very intriguing in that scenario. The other punt play I like in this one is Randy Dobnak at 58 at home against the Kansas City Royals. Dobnak got called up. He was pitching great in AAA. He had high hopes coming out of spring. Uh, He went six shutout, three hits, two walks, five Ks against Cleveland for 24.5 his last time out at $4,000. We can go right back to him here against Kansas City, a team striking out over 23% of the time in the month of May with an 82 WRC+. plus. So um, Dobnak at 58, very much in play as a punt play as well. So recapping your pitching on this slate, you got Garrett Cole with a bullet at 11-2 if the rain allows that to happen. Walker Buehler at 10-4 is a phenomenal play against the Giants. The Giants offense I like a lot, but Buehler is locked in. Ian Anderson would be great, but that game is going to get rained out. So Cole and Buehler up top. Cole's the preferred play. Bueller, a phenomenal pivot off of Garrett Cole. In the 8K range, Martin Perez against Miami is really, really solid at 8700 And I love Hung Jin Ryu at 84. You got Shohei Otani in tournaments at 78. Casey Mize at 67 is a great punt. And so is Randy Dobnak at 58. So some really good spots to go on this slate. Let's talk about the hitting on this slate. Catcher's position. Uh, Herman Mercedes went deep on Thursday. The boys, the White Sox, get one Matt Harvey. Just watch the weather there because it looks like 70% chances of rain in that one. So that's going to be tough. But Mercedes would be a good play if the game plays. So would Grandall at 46 if you want a little cheaper White Sox exposure. But uh, you can save some cash. Matt, Mitch Garver at 43 versus Bubik. Uh, Minnesota could be very live versus the Bubes. So keep him on your radar. Same with Jan Gomes against Brett Anderson. I like the, some Nats bats against Brett Anderson. Again, 70% chances of rain there. So tread with caution. Uh, cheaper options like uh, Yanni Molina had a decent game on Thursday. He's 39 versus Mad Bum. If you think Mad Bum struggles some, not a bad price point. Uh, Danny Jansen in a tournament only. He's not a cash game play, but tournament only at 34. He's in play versus Morgan. Toronto's a very, he's probably my favorite stack of the night. So should be a popular stack though, but probably my favorite stack of the night in that scenario. 
Otherwise, if William Ostadio is playing, I thought he's still banged up. But if he's playing, he's only 3K. Not a bad price tag there against um, Bubik in his matchup. Victor Caratini probably gets to start at 27 versus Framber Valdez. I'm not looking to do that, but I don't think Framber goes deep in that game. So something to keep in mind there. And otherwise, check lineups. Like maybe you get a, a cheap Martin Maldonado at 26, stuff along those lines as well. First base position now gets fun. Vladito at 6,200 versus Morgan. Eli Morgan of Cleveland. Vladito's a great play. Expensive as hell, but a great play. So no sugarcoating that. You got a Brave if you're stacking um, Chicago. No problem there. But uh, cheaper down the list here, like Matt Olson versus Otani tournaments, all for it. Tournament only, though. A uh, few others. Ryan Zimmerman, if you're playing Washington, right-handed bat versus Anderson at 43 is a good play. Uh, Miguel Sano at 42, absolutely love. He's first base, third base eligible versus Bubik. Uh, Sano went deep again uh, on Thursday. He is just crushing baseballs over the last 10 games, averaging almost 13 points per game with six home runs, three doubles. Uh, 1.163 OPS over that stretch. So Sano at 42 is a really good value, especially in tournaments against Bubik. Uh, yeah, Kirloff if you're stacking up there. But Bumgarner has um, been owned by Goldschmidt. Goldie's only 3,900 versus Mad Bum. Goldie's career numbers are just ridiculous against Mad Bum. So you can look that around at 3,900 if you uh, so choose. Uh, a few others down here, like Nate Lowe at 34 if you're stacking Texas. Sure, but I'm not running to do that type of thing. Paven Smith at 33. If you want to fade Oviedo, I get it. It's a value you can take a look at. Um, same with Mike Ford if you're stacking New York at 32. Not must plays by any means. You're pretty much paying up at the position for the most part, unless you're getting really wild with like a Rowdy Telez at 29, which I don't hate if you're stacking Toronto and you want some value. Uh, Danny Santana is only 28 versus Poteet. I think that's a great value. First base outfit eligible. Just make sure you know the weather thing there. But Danny Santana has been playing very well since joining the Red Sox, getting some regular playing time. He's first base outfit eligible at $2,800 against Poteet. That's a good look if you're looking for a value play at the position. Uh, you got Andrew Vaughn at 25. We prefer Vaughn versus lefties, but it is Matt Harvey of all people. So Vaughn at 25 is uh, a live play for you as well. Second base position, you, um, yeah, I saw two way, but Simeon at 53. Went deep on, in game one. I believe it was game one on Thursday. I just love Simeon, period. If you've listened to the show enough, you he's a cash game play. He's a staple in a Toronto stack for me time and time again. Uh, Max Muncy went deep on Thursday at 51. I like Disco Fani this year, but he's been showing signs of going back, reverting back to the old Disco of late, and he got crushed by the Dodgers his last time out. Uh, I think Muncy went deep on Thursday. He's 51. He's in play for his first base, second base eligible. Uh, Tommy Edmond, sure, at 48. Uh, Whit Merrifield at 48. I'd just rather get up to Muncie at 51 if you're going to pay up that much at the position. Uh, Nick Solak at 44 is a decent value over Sheffield if you want to go that route. Uh, Josh Harrison against Anderson, another right-handed bat in Washington for 39. Good value there. If you're stacking Boston, you can go Kiki Hernandez at 39. Not a must-play, but a decent piece of a stack. Uh, Josh Rojas at 36, a nice value. He's, he's cheaper than he should be against Oviedo. And then the Cardinals. Cardinals bullpen's been good, but Josh Rojas playing some really good ball. Of late, he's 3,600, second base outfit eligible. Pretty good value, almost cash game valuable in that scenario. Uh, Nick Madrigal at 33, I love it. I prefer we hit the top of the order, hit towards the top of the order against lefties, usually the bottom of the order versus righties. Hit versus the top of the order on Thursday. He'll probably be at the bottom, but he's 3,300 bucks, really good cash and play. He'd be more, he'd be involved in stacks as well if he was hitting towards the top of the order. Wait and see what the, the good old TLR does in this one besides screw it all up. Um, if you're stacking against Sean Manai, which is always something I love to do, Jose Rojas is a value at second base outfit eligible at 3,200. Tournaments only with Rojas 
no cash game plays. A few others for you. Um, you know, Ty France, if you're stacking Seattle versus Lyles, I could see it. Uh, he's just been scuffling, especially with, uh, returning from the IL. And not a whole lot else at the position. Like, if Luis Garcia cracks the lineup for the Nats, we used him a lot last year. He's 2,100, but I doubt he does versus the lefty on the mound. Third base position in this one here, you got uh, Machado still day-to-day, but he'll probably get to start with the DH in play. So he's 56 if you need to go there. But Arenado, great track record versus Bumgarner. He's 5,400. He had a nice game on Thursday. or Yeah, Thursday, so you can go that route. Uh, Yoan Moncada at 52 if you're stacking up Chicago versus Harvey. Definitely in play there. Johnny VR, too bad that game's going to get rained out. Uh, Eduardo Escobar at 47. Again, like the more and more I think about an Arizona stack versus Oviedo, starting to get a little more attractive. But it's crazy that Escobar is 47, and you got Rafael Devers at 46. Like you just played Devers over Escobar. Devers hit 308 over his last 10 games, averaging almost 14 points per game, five homers, four doubles over his last 10 games, put up a 25 spot on Thursday. Like you just play Rafael Devers. I mean, on Wednesday, you put up 25. So Devers at 46 is a phenomenal misprice by DK. Uh, Gia Urshela at 44, but Kyle Seager at 44 is a nice value versus Lyles in a tournament. Love Miguel Sano still at 42. Really, really good price tag there for Sano. Uh, Josh Donaldson, rather quiet season, but at 4K versus Bubik in a stack, sure. I'd rather have Sano at third base if I'm picking a third baseman for Minnesota, but uh, Donaldson's there if you need to. Longo's hitting everything. I just don't want to play him versus Bueller. That's a tough, tough sell right there. Uh, Harold Castro swinging it well, but it's Cole. Really not looking to do that either. So some some tough value at the third base position. Maybe Jet Vossler, but he's 22 against Bueller. Not looking to fade Bueller. That's the problem we're at right now. Shortstop position, Trey Turner at 6K. The Padres ran wild on Milwaukee over this past week. Look for Trey Turner to have a big steal, stolen base weekend. So remember that on Saturdays and Sundays when I'm not recording for you. Steals versus the Milwaukee Brewers. So Trey Turner at 6K. Definitely in play. You can go to Tease Bichette, homered in both games on Thursday. I love him at 5,700 versus Morgan. Toronto, my favorite stack. Pretty simple. Bogarts at 53 is a nice value compared to the, the price differentials up top. So you can get some Bogues as well. Like Bogarts, and for once with Devers, isn't that expensive because Devers is so cheap tonight, which is crazy. So those guys are nice up top. You got Torres and just and uh, Yershilla. If you're fading Casey Myers, that's fine. Myers has just been good lately, but if you want to fade him, I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, shortstop's top heavy. Uh, you can go for uh, Freddie Gallo switch hitting at 34 versus Keiko. Keiko just limits the damage. I'd rather go Willie Adamas at 3,200. He went deep on Thursday, loves hitting lefties, gets Lester. Just, just watch the rain, but Adamas at 32 is a really good value versus John Lester, a guy I, I like that play quite a bit, actually. Um, other than that, you could go Nick Ahmed if you want. I love Adalberto Mondesi at 28. If you're not using Dobnak or you just want to punt the position, Alberto Mondesi at twenty eight hundred bucks, a great price point in, in uh, GPPs against the one and only Randy Uber driving Dobnak. Outfield on a twelve game slate will be Uber loaded. You got like uh, Aaron Judge went deep on game two on Thursday, so he's not bad. You got Soto, who's going to really get going one of these days. You got to have faith in that. Betts had a big triple on Thursday. He's fifty five hundred. Um, Mark Kahn is doing his thing. You got Schwarber's doing his thing, but Hanniger at 49ers. Lyles has some nice upside. A uh, few others as you scroll down. There's a lot of injured players. It's freaking crazy. But some are coming back soon. Like over the weekend, we should get Starling Marte back against Perez. So that could be interesting. But Teoscar Hernandez is only 46. Love that price point 
against Morgan. Cattell Marte at 44 if you're stacking Arizona. That could be a nice play versus Oviedo. Uh, Gritchick at 42, another nice Toronto play versus Morgan. Um, Cedric Mullins, not bad versus Keuchel. It's not running to play it, but I love me some said. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is only 3,900. He is on fire right now, so keep him in mind. Kyle Tucker at 38. Lamette's going to start. Then you get some Padres bullpen, so that could be an intriguing look as well. You got uh, Kalinick at 37 versus Lyles. That's a very nice price tag. Mentioned Rojas at 36 versus Oviedo. Tommy Pham still 3,500, continuing to get the job done. At least Garcia is only 3,500, continuing to get the job done. So you can look at both of those. If you want to fade Dobnak, Benintendi's 34. He went deep, I believe it was on Wednesday. Yeah, went deep on Wednesday. You can go there. He's just been very inconsistent, but he's super cheap if you're stacking Kansas City. I'd rather not use Benny as a one-off, but if you're stacking, good value play. Uh, Kyle Lewis slowly hitting the ball at 265 over his last 10. Only one home run, but averaging seven points per game. Starting to get it going. He's 3400 bucks versus Lyles. Could be a nice value uh, play in a tournament with, with Kyle Lewis. Uh, Garlic, if he plays for Minnesota, he's only 33 versus Bubik. He usually plays versus lefties. So just someone to keep in mind for you. I uh, mentioned Jose Rojas at 32 versus Benaya. If you want to go there, Avisil Garcia is only 31 versus a lefty. Kane's 31. I prefer Avi over Kane at both nice values versus Lester. Uh, Anthony Santander switch hits versus Keuchel. He's 3,000. Tyler O'Neill went deep on Thursday. He's 3K versus Bumgarner if you're feeling frisky on that one. Brett Gardner's only 3K versus Mize. Probably hitting towards the top of the order there. So he's an intriguing option. Um Alex Dickerson's 29. It's not looking to fade Bueller, though. Mentioned Danny Santana at 28. It's a really good value in that matchup. A um, few others as we kind of slide on down because there's going to be tons of like Will Myers, only 27. Eventually, he you would imagine he starts to wake up. Um, Andrew Vaughn, 25, is really cheap. Michael Taylor's only 26 if you're stacking Kansas City. That's a free square. Only in a stack, though. Like He's a free square because of his price. Uh, Rob Restmeyer's been swinging it really, really good. I've talked about him a few times on the shows recently. But he's 2400 versus Bubik. You can have fun with that price. Like, that's one of the better values as well. Like uh, Rev Snyder, Santana, those are some of the better values on this slate for sure in their scenario. Um, I think that's going to be about it unless something else comes out in lineups that stands out because there can be all kinds on a 12-game slate. You really never know where it's all going to go. Recapping the pitching on this slate, Garrett Cole 11-2 is phenomenal. Watch the weather. That's all I can say. He's a great play. Owned Detroit before. Should own Detroit. On paper, nine and a half out of ten times he's going to just cruise through Detroit. So you just roll that one out at 11-2. I think Bueller's phenomenal pivoting at 10-4. Giants offense I respect the crap out of. Very, very good, but Bueller has been great. He's got six or more in every start. Got seven of late. Strikeouts are there. He looks like the ace Bueller you expect, 10-4. Really good price tag there. I would love Ian Anderson, but 90% chance to rain in, in Queens. I don't think that game plays. Uh, Martin Perez versus Miami. Miami, one of the worst teams in all of May against lefty, striking almost 33% of the time. Great play for Martin Perez at 87. Hung Jun Ryu is one of my favorite price-per-dollar plays pitching-wise on the entire slate at 84 versus Cleveland. Just keep targeting Cleveland. Ryu does not get priced properly at all, ever. Uh, Shohei Otani, very good tournament play. Do not play in cash. And then your punt plays, if the weather's fine in Detroit, I think Casey Mize fading the Yankees is a super in- intriguing GPP play. Um, he's been great of late. Pitch mix has changed. Strikeouts have improved. Uh, and the Yankees offense just as a whole has sputtered. Uh, the wind is going out to right field in that game pretty heavily. But uh, keep an eye on Casey Mize at 67. And then Randy Dobnak against Kansas City at 58. It's a nice punt as well. If we're stacking, 
I don't mind stacking um, Washington versus Anderson. Not a bad play there. Again, I've said it a million times, watch weather in all these games. Boston versus Miami is very, very nice. The fact Devers is only 4,600 is pretty ridiculous. So I like that a lot. Toronto is my favorite stack against Cleveland. Just stack them up all day, every day. Uh, big fan of that. Love Chicago White Sox versus Matt Harvey. Again, watch the weather there. But White Sox uh, against Harvey, very much in play. Uh, Minnesota versus Bubik is outstanding. Arizona is growing on me versus Oviedo. If you want to go St. Louis for Bumgarner, you can. But uh, Arizona versus Oviedo is becoming very, very attractive. Mentioned it on Thursday. If you want to go to Oakland Contrarian stack for Sotani, I get it. It's definitely a viable tournament strategy because uh, you don't know how deep he's going to go or what the situation with Otani is. And then uh, Dodgers versus, versus Desclafani is an outstanding stack. And you can always stack Texas-Seattle against the opponent's crappy pitching as well. But Dodgers um, is very, very strong. Um, you look at Toronto's my favorite. And then you can mix and match the rest of the ones I mentioned. Lots of ways to go on a 12-game slate, especially with the kind of if, iffy pitching and the weather. Half the games, six of the 12 games, have nasty weather, 50% or more chances of rain pretty much. So watch your weather stuff. Enjoy the chats. Enjoy the fantasy DGN Slack chat. We'll talk about all the good stuff there. Um, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you want to get in the Slack chat, just message me. We'll get you in there. It is free. Check out my written content at rotoballer.com. Doing work Monday through Friday. I have Friday off, though, because I have some other engagements to take care of. So Thunder Dan is going to take care of me and the values article on Friday. So check that out. If you'd like to become a premium member at Rotoballer, use promo code Bubba to get an extra discount. It's 60 69.99 for the rest of the MLB season that gets you DFS and season long all the premium content. Use promo code Bubba to get you a bigger discount there. If you give a rate and review on iTunes or the podcast, I'd really really appreciate it. Help me out a ton. Uh, check out Bench with Bubba for your season long fantasy insight. I've uh, got recorded episode on Thursday, two episodes a week, so go check that out. Otherwise, good luck on your Friday. Enjoy your weekend, holiday weekend. I'll be back with you guys on Monday um, for your Memorial Day slate breakdown. But have a good weekend, everybody. And this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, May 28th edition. I'm out.